Blackwell Roundtable. What's up, you guys? It's Dana with a quick reminder before we get started on this week's episode of Black Girl Roundtable. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like the podcast and you have not given us a rating on whatever platform you're listening on, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, the bougieblackgirls.com is now live and available. Thank you guys so much for your patience while we got that site up and running. There will be content, articles, information about the podcast, and all kinds of good stuff that will live there. And as we have said many times in the past before, we are a small little group of friends trying to run this operation. So we appreciate you guys and your patience as we get things up and running. With that said, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. What is up, everybody? My name is Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And, ooh, wait a minute. Is my sound coming from the laptop or the this thing? I think the laptop, I don't hear anything okay, from your cool. microphone. I always forget yeah. to check. All right, not cutting that out. And this is Black Girl Roundtable. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like one week we're going to come on and be like, it's a great week. Everybody's feeling great. Everybody's going to feel amazing. It's just... You know, not recently. The only thing, and they, and it's not even just this week. It has been keeping me going since February. In eight days, we go see Beyonce. Oh my god! And that is what's keeping me afloat. And that is the only reason that this week and next week is a good week because we are one step closer every day. I was on the flight this morning and realized it, and was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" You will not do what? Break my soul. Okay. 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 I'm seeing my girl in eight days. That's all I know. Listen, (laughs) I'm just really trying to figure out at this point, like, how I'm going to calm down a little bit so I don't pass out in the middle of the fucking field. I can't take it. Uh, And we will have a full Renaissance concert recap show prepared for you all. So if your show is a little bit later... You may need to come back to it after you see the show. If you don't mind a spoiler, it'll be for you. And if you're not going to the show, do not worry. We will explain it in every detail. And honestly, if you've been, at this point, if you have not seen a spoiler, heard a spoiler, let me tell you something. You have the the power of freaking Matrix, you know, was it Neo? Whatever. Yeah. Like, you, like, dodging everything untouchable okay and also dc i hope y'all been on y'all zoom because when mute because when the queen said everybody on mute okay i don't i will i will fight i'll be putting hands over people did you see the girl with the cue cards in freaking tennessee i was hollering Look, because what don't y'all understand? We have seen the video 50, 11 times at this point. Because these Mute. these fake fans. But you know what? Actually, again, speaking of keeping y'all on your toes, let no, no. We'll save that for the Renaissance recap because there's somebody that I've been wanting to clear the fuck out of. But I'm oh, gonna, me too. Honestly, I was going to make a video on TikTok about it, but I was like, no. It's that white boy from the- Yeah. Yup. It's um, in my drafts. It's in my drafts. <sighs> it's it's you it's you and fucking me and he wanted to double down like it's just my opinion y'all need to do i'm like first of all get that black thing out how on god's green earth do you call title track of beyonce's first international smash album a random song I was, I was like, see, see, this is why y'all don't get invited to shit. Exactly. You're too comfortable. You're too comfortable. Get out of here. Say random songs. Anyway. Um, but let's go ahead and hop into what we have for this week. So a lot has been going on. Um, I feel, I don't have feelings about it, but I feel it would be odd not to acknowledge that the government sort of confirmed that aliens exist. I kind of fake, like, don't believe them, um, but feel like I just had to throw that out there. It's, I mean, it's like one of those things, like, it's sad that no one is reacting, A, because we're like, eh, we kind of already knew this, and B, if they're not about to make inflation go down, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Like, if you're not about to fix any of the wrongs, like, you're just taking up space. Like, we always so. say, what do you want me to do? 
is it an invasion? Am I about to die? Because even if I was, I don't know what I would do to stop it. But like, mm. my thing is like, one, it's like, okay, cool, thank you for letting us know. But then it's also like, if you don't give me nothing to prep for, I'm gonna just keep living my life until the the, the aliens decide not to. Um, and this is also why, like, if we, if there are aliens really living among us or have visited us or whatever, again, I say this all the time, a lot of y'all, we worry about the wrong shit and we have bigger fish to fry. Like, these are the real motherfucking alien superstars here, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> about, okay? My, and I'm never one for a conspiracy theory, but I'm just like, why was the United States the one like why are y'all always the ones who just be in contact and like i'm just real skeptical <laughs> why exactly you like ain't nobody else never said shit no got no evidence don't got no contact like why are they coming to america always i don't understand that um so that's the first one and then number two it's always a very particular kind of american that is a part of this process and all i know is i'm gonna need somebody brown <laughs> <laughs> to 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 catch me up to speed before I take any immediate action. Yeah, like you're gonna y'all gonna have to tell me what to do. Somebody to brown needs to come and be yes. like, "Ayo," and specifically a black woman needs to be like, "All right, this shit is really happening," and I'll be like, "Okay, girl." Even then, what do you want me to do? Because I all I'm gonna hit you with is a fake. It's gonna be bootleg Black Widow, and I'm gonna just be cartwheeling through the city <laughs> because what do you want me <laughs> to do about this? <laughs> There's nothing I physically can Who's do. That lady, Joe Biden's White House press secretary, when she say that shit is going down, then I will get back in the gym. Okay. Okay. They say you got 30 days, and they gonna be here. All right. Pick up archery or something. Okay. <laughs> because listen. Come on, Hawkeye. Get your get your bow and arrows. Let's go. Right. That's that's the only amount I'm gonna be able to contribute. Because if one of them little centipede motherfuckers drops from the sky, I'm out. And I'm I'm gonna tell y'all right now. It also depends on how scary these aliens look. Because if if it is scary. I'm all of this is out the window, and I'm I'm gonna go with them, y'all. They seem nice, I guess. Kill me. I'm giving everybody away. I am being an informant. Who do you want? You want Joe? We won't. Let's bust into the White House. I'm gonna I'm gonna point him out. Right. Is he? If one of them joins from uh, what was it? The the final end game that was running up on the force field in Wakanda. I'm out. Yeah, I'm not fighting no like. Clicks and has antennas and stuff like antennas, that. Antennas, tentacles. So sorry. Dang. No. I am a bag of flesh and bones. Paper, paper be slicing up my skin and you want me to do what? What? Unless it is Roger from American Dad, I'm not dealing with this. Roger's body count is high. I'm not even fighting Roger. <laughs> he do be, yeah. Roger fight dirty. So okay. <laughs> he gonna drug you and you just not gonna know what happened. I'm not doing that. No. Yo, that's a joke. That's jokes. Well, thank you. Anyway, so yeah, just felt the need to acknowledge that. If you haven't heard that news, go ahead and look it up. Take it however you will. Again, I'm not saying y'all lying, but I just have more questions. Um, but with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to some more some more news that's relevant to the everyday. And let's talk about uh, Jess Hilarious, um, who has continued to prove throughout her career, including with this instance, that she has never been and will never be funny. So if you have not um, heard or seen um, Jess Hilarious got onto, I believe it was her Instagram, and I think it was Twitter as well, um, to quote unquote defend real women um, against some commentary made by a uh, trans activist and content creator online. Now, I think it is important to note that this particular um, activist um, within the LGBTQ space is 
a little bit of a polarizing figure because a lot of people both in and outside of the community feel like she does present, um, she likes to, to say things in, in a way that creates a lot of discourse. And that's kind of, regardless of, you know, your gender affiliation, that is a sentiment that is shared by many people. But in spite of that, Just Hilarious took that creator's comments, which were essentially to the effect of cis women don't own periods. Women, you know, cisgender women don't own menstruation. Um, uh, just took those comments as an opportunity to essentially be super transphobic and say that people needed to defend cis women, people needed to, um, trans women needed to stop being so mean to cis hetero women because they have the, the parts and the bodily functions that they wish they had, you know, insert generic turf language here. Um, so I don't think I need to ask y'all what you think about this or how you feel about that. If you've been listening to this show or if you're new, catch up, you know. We really had a whole episode about this. Right. We like, just had a whole, and this is why we had the episode. A hundred percent. We don't have to break down how we feel about that here. This is always going to be a space where trans women are, are just women and are welcome. But let's talk about the 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 implications and kind of the the social impact that these comments have and then also what this tells us about people around us i will start by saying i was so disgusted when i looked on jess's post and saw how many people i know personally that were engaging with that nonsense it was disgusting Oh, sorry. See, I'm about, to, I'm about to look on my freaking on the. Uh, is it still up? On I think she. Comments? Yeah, it's still up. Our video still I'm up. Pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. But no, I agree, and it's not even just her post. It's the the subsequent posts after that of people just like you know commenting off of that, and it's just like to me, and I I hate this, and I feel like I've said it before. I don't like when people cherry pick causes or things like that to pro like to support like you can't say oh i'm celebrating pride i'm you know an ally to the lgbt community mm -hmm. what the fuck do you think the t is like what like it makes no sense like y'all literally were just out philly pride dc pride and all this other stuff but the minute somebody says something Wait. you you flip a switch and it's it's so weird to me like it, i don't know as it's now. Sorry. So uh, she had taken down the post for a while. And I think because so many cis hetero black women were like emboldening her, she's since put it back up because now I see other people on here engaging with this fucking post. And I'm just like, absolutely not. Absolutely and I feel not. Like, and I feel like Jess personally has like, I don't know vendetta is the right word. I'm going to just use it. And if it's not, y'all know what I mean. Because it was an incident. And I just seen the video of it. But she was on some radio show talking about how some some guy, some rapper, whoever, had DM'd her thinking that she was a trans woman. Mm -hmm. And I feel like since then, she has just been on a tirade. On a tirade because she feels some type of way. But I'm like, first of all, you're not the only black woman that this has happened to. Think about all the shit they have said about Michelle Obama for years. Serena Williams for years. Always. So, Megan. So, exa exactly. So, it's just like... I want to start, or not even really start, but I want to acknowledge the fact that, and I'm going to call some people out. I'm going to hurt some feelings. If you know me and you listen to the show, don't give a fuck. You can give me a phone call and or you can reflect on yourself. So many people... Mm, no, I was going to be gentle about it. I'm not because I don't have time anymore. Okay. Yeah. After people get out of college and after people get to a certain point in their life, a lot of y'all get real miserable. And I do empathize with the, the mourning that you do when your life, your goals, your dreams and things like that do not fall in line the way you think they're going to. And so not wrong to do so but a lot of people turn to religion and the church because it gives them a sense of purpose it gives them a sense of identity it also gives you an in-group it also gives you community 
that you maybe don't have in the same way that you did when you were younger, when you were in some of those more organized systems like schools and like education. And in order to fit into those in-groups, not, and I'm, I'm commenting on the, the toxicity that exists in those spaces and not on the religion, because I'm somebody who identifies as a Christian and somebody who is religious. But the reason I have taken such a step back from organized religion, specifically in the Black community and the church, is because you guys utilize these in spaces and you perform womanhood and good Christian womanhood and transphobia in order to be a part of these in-groups and in order to look like the perfect Christian mother and wife. Because everybody that I know personally who was liking that post, I didn't see you shaking ass, posting ass, doing everything ungodly. And even if I don't know that about you or didn't see that about you, more importantly, it is against your religion that you say you love so much to be so fucking judgmental and to be so hateful. And y'all are just miserable. And it's really sad. I feel really bad for y'all because a lot of you have been bullied into relationships and to situations that I know you're not happy with. And this is just an outlet for you. And you need to seek help, make life changes, stop picking on trans women and stop using defending cis black women as a point to do it because the people who are oppressing black women are the people that you lay in bed with every night well well there, there it is message sorry no it needed, to, it yeah. needed to be said it's really sad and i'm not even yes i'm angry in the sense of like i want y'all to stop being so hateful to our trans sisters but like I also feel bad for y'all because it's not even like the, and this is a wake up call for me as a cis woman. Like I didn't realize how many of y'all were so disgustingly miserable and transphobic, I think until recently. And it, it, my heart breaks for you because I have never felt threatened in my womanhood by trans women. And so I am baffled that you all feel so strongly about this when you know what it's like to be marginalized exactly especially as a black woman yes when i tell you we gained nothing absolutely when i tell you negative percent of anything by being transphobic we don't gain anything we actually lose at the end of the day we lose i mean T.S. Madison said it so perfectly. The reason why she knows how to fight because she had to defend her friends, excuse me, from their boyfriends. And she had to defend herself from, from men in terms, of, in terms of domestic violence and transphobia and homophobia. She had to defend herself and that's where she learned how to fight. So trans women are not the ones that are increasing our housing costs. They're not the ones um, that are, you know, uh, being medically biased towards us and making and killing us in droves in hospitals, right? They are not the police officers who murder and sexually assault us, okay? We don't talk about that a lot. We don't talk about the sexual assault when it comes to police and black women. They're not the ones that are, they're not the ones that are sex trafficking us and kidnapping us. Okay. They're not the ones that we, that we marry and who, who subjugate, subjugate us to domestic violence. Okay. Trans women on a, on a large general scale have not harmed like cisgender black women. They're the only ones who show up for us. The only ones, they be the ones out on the front lines right talking about black lives matter if if i i could throw a i live in dc right well i i work in dc i could throw a rock right now at a at, in a um in a nonprofit organization it's gonna be a trans and queer person there every time because they because they understand how desperately we need to do the work everyone because we're not no one's free until we, we're all free you could throw a rock in a, in a nonprofit. i bet you there's a trans person there i bet mm -hmm. you there's a queer person there 
You know why? Because I understand that the work needs to be done for all of us. And that to me, and my friend Shakoya was talking about this on Instagram the other day. And I saw a a tweet about it. And I was like, yes, we are in this age of anti-intellectualism that is so dangerous terrifying terrifying it's it's it scares me so much i almost have to like just step away from a minute Mm -hmm. for a minute and almost become like i can't do anything i feel hopeless a lot of y'all are very stupid when i say y'all i'm not talking to our listeners because i feel like you listen to the show you're You're very much (laughs) you know either a part of the community or an ally so but the people in y'all's day-to-day lives, the people that we see on Instagram, I'm reading these freaking comments from Just Hilarious's. I'm like sick to my stomach. It's terrifying. Because a lot of you are like, well, what's a, what the fuck is a sis? Why don't you look at the fuck up? Actually, let me not get mad because that shit pisses me off. Well, what's a sis? I never heard that before. Look it up. You know what you did? It's a prefix. It's a prefix. We all have prefixes. We all have prefixes and if you never heard of it before that's fine if you never heard about it before and you looked it up and you're like oh, okay so i'm categorized as a cisgendered woman cool like oh i don't do labels i don't do i never heard if you don't do labels then why are you labeling yourself a woman it's the same situation as it's like if you're john smith senior and the son is john smith what the Did fuck you? is a junior i never i'm just john smith i ain't never heard of a junior right you I, see how stupid what? you sound You see how stupid you sound? If you go to your job and they say, oh, what's your title? I don't do labels, bruh. Like, <laughs> dumb. I don't do labels. Well, what department are you in? I don't do departments. I'm just, I, I just work here. What? That don't even, you see how crazy that sounds? No, they don't. If you being a woman, Right? is solely based off of how you can perform for men. And yes, I do mean childbirth. If your only label, if your only standing as a woman is, I believe once a month and I can have babies and I can lactate out my boobs. I want you to know your disrespect. And that was, that's what makes me a real woman. I want you to know that you're disrespecting a lot of cisgendered women whose body simply cannot do that because the genetics do not are, are not made up that way. You're disrespecting a lot of people who are intersex because that's the way they were born. So they just don't, they simply just don't have the genetic makeup to have those organs work in that, to function that way. Again, and this is where we as, as cis women need to, to utilize some of our, our privilege and really back up what we say is like, again, I was very disappointed the fact that I know people up until, you know, a couple hours ago, a couple days ago, I would have said, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I like them. And what's worse is I've been in spaces with you where I would have thought that it would have affirmed your allyship as somebody who is very heavily in the arts and the music community. Those spaces are ran and, and guided by trans people, by queer people. And so for you all to have been in community with these people for so long from to benefit from their gifts oftentimes free of charge and now for you to be supporting things like this i'm very disgusted by you like it is awful mm-hmm. and i think that you are mourning a part of your life where you felt like you had endless opportunities and the ability to be yourself and to freely express that and when you see people who are claiming that in space in their lives it feels like a threat to you and it feels like mm-hmm people are taking away the little bit of identity that you have, but that's something that you have to work on on your own. We are all born alone and we all die alone. We are all in a space right now where we're learning new language, learning new things about human nature and society and everything. Like we're still like, we have not, like if you think that human existence is figured out, it is not. We have not figured it out. We are still, science is still figuring out new things about the body and about nature um, and about the world that we live in and about humanity. So we have not gotten to a, a plateau in terms of human existence yet. So just please, you know, you know, the only thing stopping us would be climate control. I mean, you know. But 
like I feel like even then it's just like this stuff isn't new and I really wish we stopped acting like it was new Mm -hmm. and especially I'll segue to it but especially black people where it's like oh this is white people stuff there are as much as nobody wants to admit it there's documentation of these things like of people being trans or you know other gender identities in African culture so like can we please stop with this whole the Greeks did this and that is why the colonization did x y and z not yes mostly things but not everything is based on this a b like I said this has been around for for forever the first documented per trans person was in the 1800s being trans like having an actual term for things was in the 50s and 60s do we have all the language we have now of course not of course not up until like a couple decades ago it was in the damn dsm as a fucking mental illness obviously we have made progression so my thing is if science is telling you that this is that this is possible and there are people a majority of people in this community who are saying i do not ignore biology i know biologically who i am however if we're going to be technical because y'all love to be technical about every goddamn thing being trans means going across genders gender is a social construct it is based on for the most part how you present yourself to the world whether it's gender expression or how you identify as male or female a man or a woman not even male or female man or woman what does it mean to be a woman because my definition of womanhood and Asha's definition of womanhood and Dana's Asha definition of womanhood so are completely different, different things. It's different. Even though we have similarities and commonalities together, it's still three different things. Right. So what, when you say, oh, they're attacking womanhood, what does that mean? What does that look like? What do you, what, besides having a period, like you said, or having a baby, what does that mean? I'm telling you, we can literally have this conversation and the minute you start saying all these logical facts, the, the argument goes out the window because you have nothing else to say to me. But, well, they said that, that someone said that they, they feel like they're a woman and da-da-da-da-da. Who is the, I, again, anti-intellectualism. Did you hear one person say this? Yes. So as a, as a group of people who hates when people make generalizations about us, why are you feeding into this? Please make it make sense. If you hate when they say all black women or all black men or all black people, why, why, why are you just accepting this generalization about, about trans folks? Please make it make sense. I just, I just want to know. Y'all I just want to know. Miserable. You're miserable. <laughs> one trans person is something that you didn't like or something that you feel is not fact. Or maybe there's one trans person out of somebody or because there's one and y'all make this full. And you ran race. with it. But you all are foaming at the mouth, rightfully so, when white people do it to us. I don't understand the cognitive distance that y'all have. I also do not understand why y'all can sit on y'all soapbox and rah-rah about how the public school system didn't talk about black people enough. And then in the same sentence say, well, I was never talking about no, none of that trans or gay stuff. So I, babe, babe, same thing. see the connection? What happened to the original plot of the movie? I don't, well, I say I don't understand. Like, it literally is one of those moments where it's like you have to, like, deadpan to an imaginary camera. Because what do you, what do you mean? Like, it's literally like, aren't you Patrick Starr? Yep. <laughs> what is wrong with all of you like if you can make the connections over here why can't you make it you just don't want to and i feel like feel like that's the, you just don't want to because there's no way that you can literally just be like i don't i don't see it the i don't get craziest it craziest thing i will we we will literally talk about this for the rest of the episode if if we let us yes if given the chance the last thing i will say i need y'all to get all the way the fuck up out of the the lgbtq community's faces if you feel like this because anytime it's time for a party when y'all go back for homecoming when it's time to go to the renaissance concert y'all are calling up your friends and oh oh my god hey let's do this this is you know i want to go to the gay bar i don't want to have to do can we all that stop all that because you don't care. You do not care. You want to be associated with queerness and, and LGBTQ spaces now that it's in vogue in some areas and when it's convenient to you. 
And that's not, we're not here for that. Just like we be shutting that shit down and talking about again. It's so it's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the same piece of paper. We just on a different side. But when we talk about how people can't come to the cookout because you're not doing the work, you want, you want our rhythm and not our blues. You can't, they can't come to the cookout. You can't go to the parade. You hey. can't go to the parade. So sorry. Go ahead and return those Beyonce tickets right now. I'm so sorry, girl. It's not for you. You're not supposed to be there. Come June again, I'm clocking every last one of y'all. Not not even June. I'm watching y'all at homecoming. Dell State, Delaware State University, 1200 North DuPont Highway. I saw y'all all up and down that post. And so when I see you talking to and chatting at some people on the plots, and when you come over to me asking me to go get you a cup, get the fuck out of here. Right. Because because we're not cool no more. You don't you don't fuck with trans women. You don't fuck with me. We're not cool think, anymore. You like that lady in um Italy. Pickpocket. It's in it's it's it. It. Yes. And pickpocket. Exactly. Attention, transphobic. Yes, I love it. We're, we're not friends. We're not friends. And a lot of y'all think think that being transphobic doesn't make you homophobic. Spoiler alert, it does. Mitch McConnell just had a vassal raven vision in the middle of Congress. Like, what, why are we acting? Shut up. <laughs> we keep, we're ignoring the blatant things that we need to be worried about right now. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just saying. Shut I'm just saying. Oh, I, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> This is the last episode. This is the last episode that Janina will be featured on Black Girl Roundtable. I'm so sorry. She has been banned. It's going to be like the, it's going to be like the little NBA fines or whatever. Like you can't come for a certain amount of games. Flag on the play. Let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. Jelena, you want thin ice? Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm be I'll be quiet. All right, Lena, I needed that one. I needed that one. <laughs> Y'all are gonna put me six feet under one day. We'll do one more. I'm trying to decide which one is best because there was a lot of things that we could have talked about. <laughs> Let's do quickly. We'll acknowledge if you haven't heard, both uh, Bronny LeBron James Jr. and Tori Kelly had some health concerns. Um, just want to send a lot of love and a lot of thoughts. Um, to to them and their families, hoping that they're recovering and taking time for themselves before they dig back into their careers, which requires them to give a lot of themselves to the public. Um, I think that'll be a, a larger conversation for another episode about prioritizing health and self before career, but we'll put a pin in that. Um, let's talk about that in a different light um, and uh, end on a good note in a story that I really enjoyed about Ari Lennox. Um, so... You guys know we are part of, you know, Ari Lennox tribe. Um, I don't know, the Shea Butter Babies. Does she have sure, I like that. That sounds good. That's what we're going to go with. Um, huge, huge fans of Ari Lennox and all the work that she does. Um, she recently took to her Instagram to um, note that she has had some really large changes with her life and her health. And she has now um, officially been sober for seven months months um in her instagram quote i'll I'll give a short expert or excerpt she says quote seven months sober that's a lot of sober flights a lot of sober conversations a lot of facing things we're all and head on honestly i don't know what will happen when i reach a year sober don't know if sobriety is forever or not but i can't imagine going back to how things were passing out in the airport or having my emotions more heightened than needed shaking my head shit was bad I feel more in control of my emotions, more stable, more happy, more alert, more safe, more accepting of things I can't control, and more responsible with things I can. And so I'll end the quote there. Um, It's a longer excerpt that is still up on her Instagram if you want to read the whole thing. But she essentially just really recaps um, her struggles with um, anxiety and depression, which has been no secret. If you watch her lives, you listen to her music, um, and just how she made a decision for her. Um, so I'm sure we are all in support of Ari Lennox, but just what do we think about, um, kind of these conversations and, and people being a little bit more candid and and honest about their relationship with, with substances of any kind? I think a lot of people should take 
a page out of her book and reflect on their lives because especially people our age like I don't think people realize how much of whatever substance it may be how how much things are an issue in their life Mm -hmm. so like yes we all love to go out and have fun and turn up and this and that but like sometimes like if again I know we young but it's like if that's all you do like every you don't want to just chill out like you just like you have to have a like I don't have to have a drink to have fun a drink is nice but like if that's what you have to do you have to smoke you have to do that like step back and think about why like again I don't think a lot of people do they're just like this is what we do this is a you know a cultural thing so to speak but socialized yeah like just just take a minute <laughs> the thing is a lot of people are running from stuff mm-hmm. a lot of people are running from a lot of problems a lot of times and I want to empathize with people who have substance abuse and just I, I empathize or sympathize sympathize it, it could be both so I want to empathize with people and just um say I get that living sober with a lot of stuff is hard it's hard and a lot of times either drinking or a like a substance or whatever can numb that to where you're not the anxiety is lowered uh or your um the heaviness of what you're going through whatever it is is lifted if not just if just for a temporary for a few hours for a day you know and always having to chase that right always feel that way because either whatever you're going through you can't it was out of your control it's still out of your control um when you think about it you get sick I understand all of that, right? But it's it's it cannot be your permanent solution. It cannot be your long-term solution. It really shouldn't even be your short-term solution. But I just would implore everybody who may be dealing with some kind of substance abuse um, or using a substance heavily to get away from things, um, there is light at the end of the tunnel out of it when I tell you the other side is there. You know, I say like either you make it on the other side sober or you make it on the other side not. Yeah. It's it's really interesting too with this Ari situation because I feel like we all have our vices, right? Like be it a substance or whatever type of like, I have been very transparent and like, I like escapism. And so when I'm kind of struggling with something, be it, you know, books or television or et cetera, like I think it's a, it's a really important lesson I think from Ari yes hers was a particular substance but also just all of us really taking stock about like what are we indulging in that is preventing us from confronting the parts of reality that need to be addressed I think that any any and everything in moderation can be regulated it can be utilized Mm -hmm. it's fine right um and like she said in her post she doesn't know how long her sobriety is going to last she doesn't know if she will you know return back to whether it was, you know, alcohol or weed or whatever it was um, for her um, as a casual user, but taking the opportunity to take stock stock of her life and what it looks like without it, um, I think is just something that everybody should do. If, you know, if you're struggling a little bit more deeply, like Asha, I think just broke down beautifully, you really do need to, to look into resources and support to, to help you kind of step away from it. But for those of us who kind of appear and kind of think that we are on the other side of one thing I think it's a really great encouragement and reminder to maybe just take stock of life because had Mm -hmm. she not posted this I would not have known that Ari Lennox was struggling with anything Um, and she probably did not know it until she was several months into her sobriety journey that like oh shit like I was overkill but anyway we will go ahead and and wrap up Uh, what's trending right there. We'll take a quick break and be back with something you need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update and it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. 
Alrighty, y'all. We are back with something y'all need to hear. So, you know, to to make the episode a little bit lighter, um, we're gonna talk about something that I think we all kind of know, but we ignore, which is the expiration dates on our makeup. I don't know anything about anything. So we're gonna play a little game today called Guess the Expiration. No. <laughs> we're gonna start off simple. Um. And this might be hard, this might be easy. Okay. When do you both think that setting spray expires? When the bottle is empty. Facts. <laughs> but if I had to give a, a number, I guess a, a year. I'm sure. gonna say, I feel like I should price this right in. Be like, one dollar, Bob. Um, I'll, I'll say eight months. Jelena, you're the closest. Typically, setting spray has a shelf life of 12 to 18 months. Okay. Okay. I like that, but I still go with what Dana said. When that bottle is empty. Right. Especially if you splurge and get like an urban decay. Or- right. Oh, right. You know, yeah, you better. <laughs> and is it like a like a sell-by expiration or is it like this bitch is gone? Shelf life. It's oh. been on the shelf for more than a year to 18 months. Asha, in this damn science, I can't even question it because we just spent an hour and some change talking about the science. <laughs> All right, fine. You see, okay. how, you see how easily I accepted that, y'all? Yeah, okay. okay. All right, so let's go to the little bit more. Uh, well, setting spray should be common for some of y'all, but I can tell when y'all don't wear it. Anyways, um, <laughs> foundation. What do you all think the expiration date for a foundation is? I feel like I've heard this one before, and I think it's like six to eight months. Yeah, I'm going with that too. But it's again, I remember again, the point when I first bought that Fenty Beauty uh foundation when it first dropped. I was using that bottle up. Is it? I still have like the original one. I don't use it. It's I just can't bring myself to throw it away because it is still very much like full. I'm like that was that was twenty that was twenty seven thirty either twenty seven or thirty four. I can't remember at this point. I'm like that was, mm, that's a little bit of money right there. Yeah. I done got it back fifty times over at this point. <laughs> but ew, mm. okay, so foundation. Actually, you guys uh didn't give us much credit. So uh, water based. A year. Okay. It's 18 months. Oh, okay. I don't feel as bad. I mean, I still throw that Fenty away. But yes. I don't feel <laughs> as bad. Again, I'm not using it. It's just there for de- decoration at this point. Yeah. And I'm a water-based girl for sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I am a water-based yeah. girl for my skin. Um, okay, so in the same realm, this would be a little bit easy. Concealer. I'm gonna give it twelve months. Yeah, a year. I think it's the same. It did it the same material. Right, it's the same <laughs> damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think it has a little bit more depth to it because it's like supposed to conceal. But I mean, isn't foundation supposed to? So it should. It should. Okay. Be asking me these questions. They just told me <laughs> where I was supposed to. Pa- hey, Paul said this is where it go, and that's where right. I put it. Okay, you ready for this one? Eyeliner. Wait, how long does concealer last? A year. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, look at us. Uh, I feel like eyeliner is probably like three months. Uh, I don't know. Only because I feel like you, you put it on your eyeball and contamination and in things like that. I'm like, ain't nothing in it for real that's going to be like, no, right. going yeah. bad. But also to your point, like it's all up in your eye. Oh, man. I'll say yeah, eight so- months. Okay, Julita, you're really good. It's actually three months. Ah, see? Well, this real simple says that it's three months. I'm looking at this article. Okay. Um, Throw some things away. Right, it's so everybody goes in the trash. But interesting enough, it's different for an eyeliner pencil. So how long do you think an eyeliner pencil can go on, can stay for? That's what I use. And so that's what I'm thinking, like eight months. Yeah, yeah. So according to Real Simple, it's uh, make an expiration date guide. Um, it's two years. Oh, good. I don't feel as bad now. 
I'm going to look at a different yeah. source for that, but it says two years. I lose them before it hit two years anyway. So Correct. And I'm going to just put out for mascara because you guys already did it with the eyeliner. Mascara is also three months. Well... I was about to say something, and I was like, Dana's going to kill me if I bring it up again, so I'm not going to say it. However, now I have to I'm going to just be crusty because I'm not throwing away mascara after three months. What mascara do you have? I'm so scared. Oh, no. I, I just recently bought new ones, but like, oh, okay. if it's a good mascara and it is still working the way it should, I'm not throwing... Three months? Yeah, no, I'm still... Like, <laughs> three months? No. I, like... I could maybe be talked into like, oh yeah, get rid of it after like six to eight. I'm like, all right. Like if it's dry and crusty and you over here trying to re-wet it, then like just throw it away. But if it's working perfectly fine, it's your eyeballs. Like, That's why I said, you know, like, don't you know the best, you know. It's my face. Yeah. Okay. So powder blush, how long do you think it lasts? forever i'm not a powder blush girl yeah i'm a cream blush um mm. it, it's probably a year but in my head i'm like it's forever because if you hit pan on a powder blush why are you wearing blush every single day where are we going powder blush at that yeah that's what i'm thinking like that like, you somebody's happen. nana because powder blush every day to hit pan is crazy i've become a blush girl but i've never used a powder blush like not seriously Ah, okay. I'm gonna put on my science hat. So, blush is probably made of like the same materials as eyeshadow. It's just you know a little more yeah, like, mm -hmm. compact. And I would think that eyeshadow probably lasts about like six months to eight months. So I'm gonna land in the middle for powder blush, and I'm gonna say seven months. That's probably so wrong, but that's my right. little, my little bit of STEM. That one semester of chemistry. Uh, there you go. Jelena? I said a year. Oh, you said a year? Okay, it's actually two years. Oh. oh. Good. Because I was like, if it's anything less than that, that is unrealistic. Right. Now, granted, granted does my grandma have Estee Lauder from the 70s? Yes. Probably, yeah. too. Probably with some lead in it. Like, now that's the real thing she'd she be, she, she be like oh just use mine no thank you my skin will will yell at me if I try this that's it. it's... my skin is going to hit me with a right hook <laughs> you Ooh, my... like, I feel like black women's like older black women's makeup is the same as like the seasoning cabinet where yes, like yes. things don't go bad like I go to my mom's house and just be throwing shit away. <laughs> like, put this in the garbage. <laughs> Why is this pepper in here from 1992? Ain't nothing what wrong is with this? that pepper. Actually, the FDA would disagree with you. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, it's in the cabinet and it then expired six years ago no and then if your mom like she be getting the blending stuff so i don't know how old this shit for real right. the, the, it got the whole that freaking like powder puff had been in that junk since god since before i was born reagan was president when you got this they didn't change the branding the like the label of the company you got this Goya packaging from 1992. It's 2023. Gwendolyn. Yep. Uh, jokes. Okay. Angelina's clearly kicking my ass at this, but let's keep going. I feel like I've seen a video about this. I'm trying to recall all my past. <laughs> okay, so then, so look, we're going to stick with the blush. So cream blush. How long do you think that cream blush should last? Cream blush, I feel like, would be the same as like the oil-based concealer or like oil-based foundation. So that would be 12 to 18. Jelena? I should be like two. Okay. I was thinking three, get out my face. <laughs> <laughs> but my gut is saying to say six months. Yeah. Okay, David, you got this one. It can, it can be replaced. It should be replaced after a year. 
That is what Alora says. Okay. I won. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get to some of our favorite products. Okay, let's go. Bye, Shadow. I'm going to say 12 to 18 months. I'm going to say a year because I'm not throwing out. I don't care what come out of Asha mouth right now. No, that's a fact. I don't care if you say it expires in six months. It's going to be here for six years. How I, got about- a, I got a NYX lingerie palette from like 2016. Oh, when I tell you, I'm just giving me all the facts. I'm not telling you what to do. When I tell you, I just got rid of my chocolate bar palette. Just like in the last year. You're better than me because it's still there. <laughs> and the only reason I got rid of it is because the mirror shattered and it was like in yeah. in the eyeshadow. Like otherwise it would have stayed. Literally had to be forced from your head. <laughs> forcibly remove it. No more. Them Juvia's Place palettes with them good pigmentations, it's, oh. it's forever. Baby, that freaking Jackie Ina Anastasia Beverly yeah. Hills palette. I, I, when I say I dip into this with the, the lightest hand, because this thing got to last me until I'm 55. <laughs> Not doing it. Because okay, after that, you only get these damn candles. <laughs> Jackie, just tell tell Anastasia, tell her to, to release it one one more time. Just one. Okay, I got money right. now. So um, it's a year to 18 months. Yeah, I like this. I have this, this palette thing. And if you, fun fact, there is on most of your makeup, it will tell you when it expires. So if you look, no. I want to show you guys. There's, a, you see a little icon? Nope. That says, it says 1 8M, 18M. That's 18 months. I'm legally blind. I can't see. Right. So yeah. So look at your expiration dates on your bottles and things, folks. But you know, I'm not listening to most of these because I'm keeping these products there. None of the, none of this is cheap. So do with this information what you will. And if you see me with my products, don't say nothing. Don't you say a word. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. We will take one more quick break and be back with our question for this episode. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at the Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by the Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. All right, we are back with our last segment, Ask BGR. As always, you can email us, you can DM us. I was about to lie and say you can text us, but (laughs) don't do that. If you do that, I'm calling the cops. Um, But yes, DM us, email us, all those good things. Um, But again, tonight we are on the lawless land of Twitter, so you know it is shenanigans. Again. And it, it vaguely goes around one of my favorite topics of, of you know, of everything. Scammery and hotepery. So, let it. us begin. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not spiritual, but let me tell you what's been happening. My son's father, Jace, survived a car crash. He turned the miracle of being the only survivor of a deadly accident into a semi-religious cult. Jace sells his secret to longevity and safety in an evil world. Just cash app him $20 weekly for his anointed protection and blessings. He's making money for sending prayer texts. Rich Rich told Jace he was going to expose the scam. Three days later, Rich was paralyzed in a drive-by. A random person tried to rob Jace, but tripped over a curb and shattered his jaw. Jace took his gun and then called 911 and they helped him. I think Jace is lucky. He thinks he's covered. Jace proposed but says if I don't believe in him, he can't build a life with me. With me. What do you think is going on here? So to make sure I understood that properly, this motherfucker was in a car crash, survived. Correct. And then was like, I have got the Midas touch and the secret to life. And then he was in like a shootout and also lived. 
No. So he starts selling his. So he gets into the car accident, and he, like you said, Midas touch. I am high. I am anointed I, by the Lord. You know, I got. Right. I got the gift. So he right. starts selling. Cool. Okay. Yes, he starts selling his gift of protection to others. So I guess someone he knows is like, I'm going to out you for your scam because obviously that's, you can't be doing this. That person gets shot in the drive-by. Then another person comes and tries to rob Mr. Anointed and they get their, their jaw broken. And so now homegirl is like, I don't believe in any of this higher power anointedness stuff. But now However, he's like, oh, he has shit. proposed and then he says if I don't believe in him that he is the chosen one, if I don't then join it's him, not gonna work. If you don't join <laughs> him then you don't then he's okay. Pack a bag, sis. Right. That was gonna be like pack your spin the night bag and leave. Run away, love. I was gonna say like a really dark joke, but um <laughs> Nope, I gotta know now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know. The wrong mofo in an accident uh came out on top, basically. Yeah. I don't think Mr. Jace is anointed or anything of the no, sort. No, I think he like there are certain people that just like you don't know who they are until a situation shows you who they really are. So I feel like he probably was always a scammer, and but he just needed the right angle. Correct. Right. Yeah. He just needed the plat. He just needed the platform. Right. I had. He had a plan. He did. He did. And so, like, unfortunately, like this and other people losing their life. For me, that would have been have have me in church and uh, feeding the homeless every two point five days. Okay. That would have had me being like, I'm like, what about my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every day I would be like, you know, I gotta give me a second chance, at least on life. I'm gonna start a travel blog and just be kind to people on my eat, pray, love. Just you know, right? I that I don't, I don't even think it would cross my mind to be like, let me show you the plan. No. I'm just like, what is he selling? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean he's sending out prayer text? Like, what? It, 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 the, I'm so sorry. The organized religion girlies are really catching strays for me I this know. episode, and I did not mean to. It was like, very unintentional. Sorry, guys. Like this, but my gosh, it's it's that same situation of like, again, I don't know what everybody's kind of framework for their relationship with the Lord is, and it's your own, but at least the Bible that I have, you know, engaged with and the God that I pray to, we not like trading tit for tat. It's not like we exchange in Pokemon cards where like I give him a prayer and he gives me like a get out of death free card. Like it's right. no, like it is a relationship. It's a framework of like how to live your life, guiding principles, and then a better understanding, not a great understanding or even a detailed one, but a slightly better understanding of like who I am and how I fit into the world at large. Exactly. Um, but like, I would never get on Beyonce's internet and be like, me and Jesus, and we got... <laughs> I'm selling twenty dollar plans for survival. Right, right. This this the prayer that you ain't never seen before, right here. What? Now for me, there'll be several reasons why I was start a cult. Part of me thinks I start a cult now because again, a lot of y'all are not very smart, and so if I start a cult, a lot of y'all would join. Oh, I could easily. I always said, I'm like, if I really wanted to, I could. But that is just me doing that unprovoked, right? Yeah. I'm too I'm scared not, of federal jail time. So. Right. I don't want to be in charge of that many people. That too. That too. Because I'm going to get annoyed. Jelena, what should we... I don't what? know. I'm taking a nap, so... I'm asleep. Why are you here? <laughs> Especially, And then you got to like rewrite their understanding of like everything. So... What and especially the ones that be telling people like they're gonna live forever. I'm not a, no. I'm not gonna lie. I would never <laughs> lie to somebody like I don't even know how people. Oh my gosh! That like I'm gonna ascend to the next level of higher understanding. My and body. it be the people who believe that stuff, and I'll be like, what? 
I'm just like, no, I'm somebody who fancied myself, you know, a pretty, a pretty good actress to say with a straight face to a whole congregation of people, I have talked to God and he has appointed me the next leader of his people. And people be like, I am the next Jesus. I am Moses. Like to say that Mm-mm. over and over again in front of people and not like bust out into a chuckle. Impossible. Right. Impossible. To be Crazy. I, Jesus has talked to me and I am next up. So, uh, <laughs> what? It's the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and me. And me. And and Jeff. And Jeff. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and Jeff. It's crazy. I'm on a TV show called Jesus. Who's up next? <laughs> America's next up prophet. <laughs> don't give them no ideas. You want to be on top? <laughs> you got to put them in crazy challenges too. You got to like how Tyra used to be having them girls and like freaking hamster wheels. You got to like give a sermon mm-hmm. on a canoe. In a in a thunderstorm, but make it fierce. You lost the challenge. Today, you guys are gonna walk on water. What, girl? But make it fierce. Mm-hmm. Oh Joe. my god, too good. Jokes. Um. Yeah. No, you need to like. Yeah, right. I get that you're like that's your baby daddy and everything like that, but you should even want your child around that child. You need to go to the court folks and be like, not only do I want a restraining order, I want to be in the witness protection program. And I actually yeah. have to investigate this young man because I feel like some shit's about to go down. I so need a guide on how to get him on a watch list. Yeah. All right. It. Yeah. Because one of y'all got me started on that show, Cults and Extreme Beliefs. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I'm telling you anything no. anything that you can think of a cult is behind it and I really want people to know that I watched that six, 19 kids and counting documentary so the Doug- I almost stopped shopping at Hobby Lobby they oh damn well, Christian fundamentalists <sighs> I, was, I, I was- just wanted to buy some yarn <laughs> Everything, like how we always joke and say, everything is racist. Everything is secretly a cult. Oh I'm so sorry to tell everybody. It's one of those things where it's like it's inevitable. So like, you can choose how you will. But yeah, fundamentalists. Why can't we just buy things for our hobbies in your lobby? Stop being weird. <laughs> Literally. They say you gonna get because I always wonder. I was like, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm like, it's a lot of Bible verses and things in this in this store, and that's not something you see all the time. So I was like, I thought it was like Forever Twenty One, where it's like they have you know John whatever at the bottom of the bags, but it wasn't like everywhere. They were still selling, you know. No, Hobby Lobby, it's it's crosses everywhere. It's Bible verses everywhere. They sell the little devotional books at the. Mm-hmm. The register. Yeah. Like, My Hobby Lobby kind of ghetto, so I don't be giving all that. That's why I, you know, I go to AC more Joanne's, you know. Yeah. I'm a Joanne's girl. I like Joanne's, but and and Joanne's, Michael's, Joanne's, and Hobby Lobby in that order. No, yeah, Michael's. That's where the money resides. Honey, where the money resides? Where the money resides? I'm excited for Christmas again this year to decorate. Uh, I have not gotten a tree since I had my own place. Well, when you come down here, when you come, oh. yeah, I don't know why trauma uh, answered it right there. Right. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not stable enough to be spending money on Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. I mean, I made a Christmas tree last year, and I was like, we're gonna, we're gonna have. Um, I'm like, we're gonna make chocolate. We're gonna make hot chocolate and cookies. Decorate <laughs> the tree. I love, and I love Christmas movies too. Yes, I do too. And we, we watch Christmas movies. Very cute, very romantic, very much a tradition now that I will force everyone in my house to do. Listen, I need to one at least once a year light up a Christmas tree and sit on the couch by myself and watch the holiday with a glass of hot cocoa. Yes. 
um, very much did that last year. It's great. And then the Clay People movies. Mm-hmm. I swear, the day that they stop running them, I'm gonna have a breakdown. I'm. I'm I need to figure out. You know what? Because I have spoken into existence now, I need to go figure out if the Year Without Santa Claus is on DVD or something. It is. I just feel like the time is coming, and I'm not no. prepared. We. I will have. A, I was angry when they changed um from ABC Family to Freeform because I was like, it's the 25 days of Christmas on ABC Family. Right. That no goddamn Freeform. Freeform. What? I still call free for ABC Family. I don't care. Same. Me too. I'm going to name you ABC Family. I'm going to call you ABC Family. ABC Family was a moment. I don't understand why we had to rebrand. No, no one asked for that. I don't understand. Nobody. I need I need the details so bad. Uh, that is jokes. I think that is a perfect place for us to wrap up this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this episode, make sure that you like this episode and subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you are listening. We will be back um, a little bit earlier than usual next time for the Beyonce Renaissance Tour Extravaganza. We're gonna be different people. Different people. I'm gonna be a changed woman. Y'all are gonna be sick of preparing right now. Prepare. I can't believe that it's finally here. It feels not real. Like I don't think I've processed it. I know. I know. I haven't processed it. I'm not gonna process it until she hit the stage. I'm like, we here. Thank you. Right. Yes. Thank you, and we will catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.